This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, October 4th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part five of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Mona. And I think we'll get into it a little bit um, even more following in this conversation. But but for now, let's shift a bit. Let's focus on sustainability. You know, we are we're seeing the consequences of an outdated grid in the West right now in California. Power companies have to balance demand spikes due to record temperatures, ensuring that, you know, equipment doesn't spark fires. And those fires have been made more destructive because of record droughts. The state's also asking residents to curb usage when supply simply can't meet demand. Updating the grid is a massive undertaking and could benefit companies across so many sectors. Pat, can you just walk us through how you see companies benefiting from updating the U.S. power grid and how the U.S. infrastructure bill aids in protecting our environment? Maybe walk us through some opportunities or disruptors and and big trends. Okay. Well, there certainly are benefits, and I'll go through those in a second, but I want to say one thing. That is the upgrading of this grid is it's not a it's not a luxury. This is a necessary condition because we already know where the problems are coming. And many the power companies know how to fix them. For example, we can mitigate the damage from wildfires by undergrounding the trans uh, the transmission line. But that's very expensive. And so to actually pay for that, we have to see how that would be developed as a project within an individual power company. And one of the incentives they can't use is it's better for the whole nation. And there's almost no question that we have to look very, very closely at how technology will affect this grid. But the main thing it's going to do it's going to put a lot more intelligence at the edge. We saw this before. There's an old telecom article called The Rise of the Stupid Network. It's basically an article that says the telephone company should get out of the functionality and should deal with having the ability to transport data around. And that gave rise to a new telecom system where there was a tremendous amount of intelligence at the edge. The same thing will now happen in the power business. Because for example, with rooftop solar, a lot of your generation actually sits behind the meter. It doesn't sit in the domain of the power company. And how do these things exchange information so that you can still consume it and and generate it at the same time? And that's a unique feature of the grid. It's one of the few uh, industries where the product is consumed the instant it's made. So there, there, isn't no, there isn't storage or there wasn't storage at one point. We're starting to put in more and more storage, which will change the grid and make it much more, uh, much more complex to operate, but will generate a lot of benefits. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. 
Consolidated Edison Incorporated recently agreed to sell its Con Edison Clean Energy businesses to RWE Renewables Americas LLC, a subsidiary of RWE AG, for $6.8 billion. The deal is a major win for the German utility, almost doubling its U.S. renewables portfolio to more than 7 gigawatts. Industrial Info is tracking more than $3.3 billion worth of renewable energy projects from Con Ed across the U.S. and about $9.7 billion worth of active projects from RWE's U.S. businesses. Although it's focused on generating power for New York City and parts of New Jersey, Con Ed has renewable energy assets in almost every major region of the continental U.S., including the West Coast, Mid-Atlantic, and Rocky Mountains. An expected production cut from the OPEC Plus group this week adds to mounting concerns of supply-side challenges, causing alarm among those spreading over talks of a U.S. crude oil export ban. The Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries and their non-member state allies are coordinated in a group known as OPEC Plus. The group this week is broadly expected to announce production cuts as deep as 1 million barrels per day for November. As communities in the U.S. have thrown support to businesses in order to attract more jobs for their citizens and a larger tax base, Ohio has been very successful in attracting more than its share of these business investments. Industrial Info is tracking more than 200 industrial manufacturing projects started since October 2021, worth $23.8 billion in Ohio. And urbanization is driving the growth of India's food and beverage industry, which is becoming increasingly digitalized to keep up with demand. India's food sector is expected to see a compound annual growth rate of 4.1 percent in the coming years, according to the Economic Times, reaching $344 billion in value by 2025. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.